two to tango and this is the first episode so today is november the first and yesterday was halloween so i thought we'd take some time today to explore the fact that halloween is actually scottish it's not american as you may well think so let's find out some fascinating facts about Scotland and Halloween. So we've got lots of Halloween traditions over here in Scotland and the name actual Halloween, you can call it Halloween, you can call it All Hallows Eve, you can call it All Saints Eve or even All Halloween. Whatever you want to call it, the bottom line is that Halloween has got its roots from the Gaelic festival of Samhain, which was first mentioned in the 16th century. And talking of Halloween, the actual word Halloween is Scottish, because it comes from the Scottish shortening of All Hallows' Eve to Halloween. Now, you may well have heard of one of Scotland's most famous poets, whose name is Robert Burns, or Abby Burns. His Halloween poem was published in 1786. And in his poem, he said that Halloween was a time of year that was thought to be a night when witches, devils, and other mischief-making beings are all abroad on their baneful midnight errands. There we go. Now, you all probably think about Halloween and carving pumpkins. When I was growing up as a child in Scotland and probably the rest of the UK, we used to carve turnips. Neeps, we would call them. And they're blooming hard to carve. They're actual hard. Anyway, let's get some Scottish traditions. I'll give you a wee chuckle. First up, we have kale pooling. Yes, kale is in the vegetable. Well, I do like kale and I quite often make a green smoothie out of it. Well, anyway, if we go back in time, we'll discover that kale stalks were used to predict your romantic future. So what about you ladies? Do you think you could cope with uh, finding out your future by using kale stalks? Well, let's go back to Rabbi Burns' poem Halloween again. People would pull stalks of kale from the ground after dark and with their eyes closed. The length and shape of the stalk were said to represent your future lover's height and figure. And the amount of soil around the roots represented their wealth. I know lots of you girls will be interested in how much soil is around the roots. So what sort of kale stalk would you like to pull? Now then, the next tradition is nut burning. If you wanted to find out if you and your partner would live happily ever after, then you would do this. Recently engaged couples 
would put a nut into a fire. If the nuts burn quietly, then the couple would live happily ever after. However, if the nuts or one of the nuts hissed and crackled, then a turbulent future lay ahead. So another great thing to do when you were a child was to go guising. Now this you could do for Halloween, but it also was for Guy Fawkes Night or Bonfire Night, which is on the 5th of November. But traditionally, Scottish children dressed up in costumes and pretended to be naughty spirits and they went guising around the local streets. They believed that by disguising themselves in costumes, they would blend in with any wandering spirits and remain safe from harm. So after they performed either tricks and or songs, they were given gifts from people to help ward off evil. Not like today's trick-or-treaters who just get treats simply for showing up in a costume and knocking on a front door. So I mentioned about carving neap or turnip lanterns. What we used to do was carve scary faces into the turnips to create lanterns that would then scare off any ghouls that were wandering in the witching house. But thanks to America's influence, of course, pumpkins are now more common than turnips. So when it comes to carving lanterns, Kids have got a lot easier nowadays because they can carve a soft pumpkin, not a hard turnip. We used to have Halloween parties, and one of the great things was apple duking, or apple bobbing, they call it in England, where you bob up and down for apples that are floating in the water. I think they call it snap apple in Ireland. So basically what would happen is you get your hands tied behind your back, you'd wear a blindfold, an adult would lean you over a big barrel of water that was filled with apples. And the first person to get an apple out of the barrel won. You could either try and bite it and lift it out, or put a fork in your mouth and try to stab it and lift it out. Of course, probably nowadays it's too PC that you wouldn't be allowed to get a fork in case you hurt Tammy anyway, no matter what way you chose, you'd be getting a wet face and the hair would be salt and wet. We also used to have Chico apples. That was a gooey, sticky Chico covered apples and scones that you get hanging on string from the ceiling. Same deal, you get your hands tied behind your back and you'd be blindfolded and you'd have to try and get a scone or an apple and of course what would happen, it would all be your face and your teeth. So you'd end up a right old mess. But that was some traditions from Scotland for Halloween. I'm sure you may well do some of them 
where you're from. What did you think? Do you, do you do those things? Anyway, this is episode one, and we shall get up and running. I'm using Anchor to record this podcast, and like I say, this is episode one of It Takes Two to Tangle. And tomorrow we'll talk about why I've called this podcast that takes two to tango and also a bit of a hive platform where we're running a challenge that this podcast is actually part of a dream port challenge so all will be revealed tomorrow anyway thank you for listening and have a great night and we shall see you tomorrow